Yes, 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 y'all. Good afternoon. It's about that time, lunchtime, NBA lunchtime, man. It's the best of seven sports talk. I am your host, Seven Mitchell. We are in the building. Salute to the NBA community, man. Luca Donkins. Luca, 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 Luca. That's all I'm hearing from last night to this morning. It's been all about Luca. Historical stat line. 60 points, 20 rebound, triple-double versus the New York Knicks in a comeback win. I believe they were down by, what, nine points with 30 seconds or less to go in the game? Still found a way to win versus the Knicks last night. The Knicks, if I'm not mistaken, was one of four or five teams that had a top 10 offense and defense coming into the game. So big shout-out to Luka Dantich for what he did last night. But you guys know how we do here at the Best of Seven Sports Talk, man. We always have to find some other way to tackle the the, the great and see how real it is. So what did we learn last night from Luka Dantich's 60-point triple-double performance, a big win? At the end of the day, now, of course, you don't want to go too far ahead. I know a lot needs to be proven with stars and superstars in the playoffs. Once we get to April, a lot of, I know me specifically, are looking for what these guys are going to do then. People like Luca, James Harden, some of those guys, I respect what they do in a regular season. But to me, right now, everything they do in the is a grain of salt until those games that matter the most. However, man, Luca is special as becoming really an understatement when you talk about Luca and his performance. But what does this all end, what does this all mean, though? <clears throat> I'm of the mindset that none of this really matters when we talk about hardware. He's only five seasons in, so I don't want to make it seem like he's out of his prime. But can Dallas really be a serious contender to win an NBA championship with Luka putting up these types of performances? We've watched Luka go off, and the important thing is that they got the win last night. That was big time. But I don't see the way that Luka played last night being a recipe for Dallas to actually win a Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the year. Then I'm thinking about Luca as far as help, as far as teamwork, and as far as what type of help does Luca Dantes really need? Will another star playing along with Luca actually hurt Luca's legs? I'm seeing a meme go around about Luca and Nikola Jokic joining forces with each other. I'm looking at Luca like he's a he's in a special situation right now. Not that he's the face of the league. But you can see that Luca has that projection of if he's able to win a championship on his own, he's really going to catapult himself closer to being the face of the league or someone much more respected than what he already is. 
I think it's kind of the norm to see superstars and stars kind of join each other just to get the championship. But when we watched Giannis get it done a couple seasons ago, it just gave you cause to pause that everything is not always going to be about a big three or a super team or for whatever uh, you want to call it, a dynamic duo. Sometimes it's the system and, and just certain other things that come into play that allows, you know, certain things to actually get done. And I'm looking at Luka Doncic's his, his, his mission. I would love to see Luka remain in Dallas, get role-playing help, and him being a champion. If Luka was to get, or someone, another superstar, was to come to Dallas and play with Luka, and if they were to win the championship, I think that would be great for Luka's resume because he would actually have the championship. But I think it will downplay a little bit the objectivity or the projection that some may have with Luca as far as really being a super face in the future of this association. Salute to my brother, Good Seven, in the building. He says Luca, Harden, and Joker always put on a show, but don't take them all over the top. That's a fact. I mean, it's all about April, May, and June when we talk about those guys and those names. Like, I respect what they do in the regular season. But we have seen time and time again when it comes to the playoffs, it's a whole different ball game with all these names included. But with Luca specifically, I'm not going to sit up here and say Luca is the face of the league or he's the best player in the world. Again, I don't feel like what we watched last night, I don't think that's a recipe for long-term success. I don't think that the Larry O'Brien trophy will be coming back to Dallas with Luca playing like that. He honestly shouldn't have to. He was out of his mind. The Mavericks needed every last point and every last bit of a uh, contribution that Luca gave last night to uh, get that W versus the Knicks. And that's, and that's what stars are made of. That's what superstars are made of. So, you know, I definitely want to salute Luca for that. But at the end of the day, what does it all mean? Like, we already have respect for Luca. Do we feel like Luca could keep up these types of performances? And if Luca is going out putting 40, 50, 60 points a night, can we count on Dallas, the other guys being ready once April come? Because you know when the playoffs are here, the game slows down. We got matchup issues and all types of stuff. So th the surrounding parts got to be ready. They can't just be idle looking around watching Luca do all types of magic throughout the regular season. And then when they get to the playoffs, everyone is still dependent upon Luca. I mean, he's only a man and he's still in his fifth season. So he's doing unbelievable things, no doubt about that. Uh, the upside for Luca is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And time and time again, I think he definitely puts the NBA on notice. I just don't know what this whole thing really equals up to when we talk about wins that count versus just performances in the um, regular season. And then also, like I said, what type of help really makes sense for Luca's legacy? Does, does just the championship matter? I think he needs to win a chip, but with role players, I would like to see him really bring that feel back. If him and, and Nikola Jokic was to join forces within the next three to five years and they win a championship, I'm, I'm looking at Luka a little bit different. 
a little bit different. Salute to my bro. B.A. is in the building. Get your bars up. I, so so B.A. feel like Luca just got to win. B.A., I don't know if you if you um at lunch or if you're working right now, if you can join me, come up, man, and and and, and chop it up with me. If you get a second about this whole um, Luca's performance last night and what is it going to mean as far as the impact? You know, he it was the first 60, 20, 10 game of all time. Career high in points, career high in rebounds last night. You know, most points in the game by Dallas Mavericks. It was the most 50-point games by Mavericks. He's only 23 years old. I mean, if you take 10 rebounds away from Luca's stat line last night, he would still be the first with a 60-11-10 game in NBA history. What he was able to accomplish last night was really unbelievable. B.A., salute to you, my bro. Salute, salute. We up in this. We, we early here. It's 9.16. Oh, man, I forgot. Man, I appreciate you. You super early over there on the West Coast side of things, man, out there, man. Appreciate you, G. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me, man. Luca, man, what's your thoughts, man? Because last night, it was impressive, bro, but I'm just not, like, going crazy like a lot of other people are this morning. I mean, it's a uh, – we we just had we had a similar discussion yesterday when I brought up Jokic, right? I was I was talking about man, Jokic, this bro, like them numbers, them stat lines, his whatever. Uh, I, he he he's in the same boat to me. Jokic, Luca's in the same boat as uh, uh, Jokic, and uh, I say that because we gotta like you gotta win, bro. You gotta win. And last year he did prove that he could bring he can lead his team to uh, the Western Conference Finals. Right. But we have to, like, I, I want to see you in the NBA Finals. I want to see I, I want to see the consistent consistency to the point where it's undoubtedly you are the best player in the league. We see the signs. We, we see the signs. But you look at the help he got. Do you feel like he has enough help with the team that he has surrounded by them to really make some noise? I feel like he does. I feel like he does. I feel like he has a whole he has a bunch of scrappy players that could play defense, but he has to be coached to I feel like he uh, I feel like he has to be coached a certain type of way. Like he is to me and uh I hopefully you don't you don't report this to the bosses when I say this, but he reminds me of uh he, he reminds me of LeBron, bro. Like he reminds me of LeBron. He doesn't have the athleticism, of course. But the way that he controls the game, he, without even like without even having to like lock down people, be a lockdown defender, he controls the game just by bringing the ball up court, uh, setting other people up. He makes everybody around him dramatically better. I'm gonna keep it a thousand, and I don't want to really pull a race card on this or even bring it up. But I would have never thought that we would have had a, a, a European American or white person, anyone, um, even in conversations of being the face of this association. Do you feel like Luca is on a pace to be considered the face of the league? Once he wins, yes. How does he yes. win? Does does can he win with another superstar or another star playing with him like everyone seems to be doing now? Or does Luca have to take that route of just having like role players around him and him being like the the hero, soul hero? 
how does the win it does it matter how he wins his chip he, it, it, to me it's gonna he, he's gonna need he's gonna need one more all-star he doesn't need a superstar he needs an all-star and I feel like Giannis well Giannis did a few years ago and people could call it fluky and all of that stuff because of injuries and all of that stuff he's going if Giannis set a bar that you don't need an actual other superstar. And I feel like that's what I feel like he's under. Like he needs to do that at least once. He needs okay. to do that once. If that happens again, though, bro, in this era of the big three and all that type of stuff, I really think that definitely now changes the mindset now because you would have now had two guys doing that within what two to four years without a big three or a dynamic duo, so to speak. If, if, if Luca was able to do the same thing that Giannis was able to do sooner than later. That's a fact. I agree. Um, What do you think about this look right here? Because I've seen rumors about these two guys joining and you can tell by the Jersey Luca left Dallas to go to Denver. How much of a reality and an impact do you see these two guys having, if if at all? They're going, to be the, they're going to be the best duo <laughs> in the NBA. They might mess around. They're going to win championships. They're going to win multiple championships because both of them are they're too intelligent and they take a lot of pressure off of each other as far as the ball handling and the directing. If you if they split that down the middle, where now Luca could actually be an actual scorer opposed to just a playmaker, vice versa. Oh my gosh, bro. That's now, when you say the best two man or duo in the league, you you would you I'm 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 assuming you're considering at that at that time. Now, what if KD and Kyrie are still together? You still like Luca and uh, Nicola better? Yes. I like them. I like them better because they're younger. And I feel like with them, they are both you. We're talking about two people who have been at the top three. Uh, both of them been top three MVP getters, not not getters, but well, Jokic, of course, he did get it. But they've been top three MVP votes the last three years. Both of them. Kyrie has never been considered on that level. Does man? I mean, I would like. I'm not gonna lie. For so many different reasons, I would like to see this right here, bro. It's gonna be. It's gonna be scary. You see that? If you see that, that if that happens, bro, it's gonna be scary. I don't care who. uh, And then you put. uh, You put. uh, Then you get them like. Uh, three, uh, two, two, three, and D players, two, three, and D players, bro. Where they can actually space the floor. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you if which which makes more sense, them two playing together in Denver or in Dallas? Um, Denver has the Denver has, I, I keep saying this, bro. They got they got the squad, but it probably would make more sense in Dallas because in Denver it's only one basketball on the floor, right? And if you still have a Jamal Murray, you still have a, a Michael Porter Jr., and you still have a Aaron Gordon, 
You feel me? If you still have these type of players, um, and Luca comes in and he starts dominating the ball, that that uh, that 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 messes up. That that causes a lot of friction. Dallas, you put Luca. I mean, you put you put the Joker in the middle of Dallas. Oh my goodness, bro! <laughs> oh my goodness. The more I think about those two coming together, bro, it's just and and we look at the age factor. Yeah, you, you're gonna have so many people that wouldn't mind coming to play with them, bro. Just for one or two seasons. I'm talking like top ten players that was gonna come play with them guys. Imagine, imagine Dwayne Wade and LeBron James getting together in like 07, 08. Yep, that's that's basically the equivalent. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. 07, 08 when they and these guys were... got actual hardware, MVP hardware, and, and and like you said, they've been in the in the playoffs, so they've got that experience already. Luca's only five seasons in. I don't know how many years uh, Jokers has been in the league. Uh, uh, he came in the year before. Wow. Yeah, That's and, and, crazy. He was, and he was a second round pick. He was a mid second round pick, bro. That's crazy, man. So I do want to ask you, Ba, about this next topic. This tweet was deleted by LeBron, but my man LBJ went on social media saying that he cannot. He can and he will not miss the postseason again for his career. Said it hurts back to watching these games. I think this tweet was done was back in April, but for some reason, it's been the talk of social media. I guess because of the Lakers' struggle. Um, I know we kind of spoke on this yesterday. You giving the Lakers no chance in the world to make the playoffs. I, I I can never give them no chance because I don't care what nobody say. Uh, like I'm probably you know me. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but even though I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, he's still LeBron James. <laughs> like he is him for real, and he's still granted he's still now he's not what he used to be, but he still has enough, and he still has the leadership and energy to build up players when he wants to 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 step up their game in general. He, he still makes people better around him. And I can't count him out. The only time I can't count him out until April. You feel me? That's when I can so count him out. Done. Yeah, that's when I know like, oh, they ain't going to make it or whatever. But until until April <laughs> or until like the, the mid-March, about I'm going to say, I said April, about mid-March, that's when I, I can't judge him until that time. Because say that AD comes back, say that they do make a big trade and somebody gives in, like anything can happen. So they, they still wild cards to me. Word. My thing <laughs> about it is absolute. <laughs> end of the day, man, like, okay, first of all, I, AD don't need to come back in the regular season. Whether that automatically puts the Lakers out of position, then fine. But AD just don't need to come back in the regular season. There's no, there's nothing that gives me confidence to feel like he's going to be stable enough to play some regular season games. I say just sit him out until the playoffs, period. You know, LeBron, you're right, B.A. LeBron definitely still has it to make players better. But LeBron, to me at this point, can only make players better that got skill. Yeah. If you, 
he can't make something out of nothing no more. That's if you got a little bit of game, LeBron can help bring it out, like uh Alice Caruso and, and Austin Reeves. LeBron's presence, his knowledge, his uh his his mental game, I think that actually helped guys who got some potential. But he is surrounded around of people that can't shoot the damn basketball. Like just the skill is not there. So it's like LeBron can't save them guys. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it, it's crazy. It's it's interesting that you're saying that. And I know this was our this was the last topic or whatnot, but I gotta bring it up. This is what makes Luka Doncic who he is. Like that's what he does. He he takes nothing. You feel me? He takes water and he makes he, like he, he he turns it into wine for real. <laughs> this what I makes need to see it. In, I gotta see it. I you know. I don't yes, feel like they, they substituted for Jalen Brunson well. I feel like I feel like uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know did. if they replaced that. Like this is what I'm saying. Like it's like once we get to the playoffs, then we're really gonna be able to figure out some things because Jalen Brunson was a was a key in Dallas success, you know, last season in the po you know, as far as how far they went. Yeah, he took a lot of pressure off of Luca being a, the the other the, the second uh, the secondary uh, ball handler. That's 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 very true. Real quick before we get up out of here, ba um, Kevin Love says that he definitely feels like Kyrie Irving's jersey should be retired. His Cleveland jersey should be retired. Do you agree that that uh, Kyrie's Cavaliers jersey should be retired in Cleveland? Yep, <laughs> I agree. I agree hundred wow. percent. I feel like. He brought uh, when LeBron left. He picked up the pieces, and even though they weren't winning, he still made them relevant because people always wanted to see his dynamic play. Then on top of that, he holds down the fort till LeBron James comes back, and then everybody, of course, we we talk about how prolific LeBron is, but Kyrie, LeBron doesn't win that championship without Kyrie. You feel me? Because Kyrie, LeBron puts up forty. 15 and 6, but then Kyrie puts up 48 and, and 2. Like, <laughs> yo, he is one, like, he, he is one, like, he, him and LeBron, what they did for that one season, because they're probably never going to win it. What am I going to say? Never. They're not going to win a championship probably anytime soon. I'm going to keep it real. I, I agree with your bottom line, but for just all different reasons. I am going to the only reason why I'm good with Cleveland giving Kyrie or if they was to retire Kyrie's jersey is because when you think of the success of the Cavaliers as a franchise, their overall success, he's been a part of that. They only got that, you know, that one championship and he played a pivotal role in that. So for the lack of success that the organization have and him being a part of that little bit of success, you got to show him some respect. Um, but I don't know if you would retire Kevin's love Jersey. That's number one. And you talked about Kyrie being there when LeBron left, like, yeah, people wanted to watch Kyrie play because he was nice, but Cleveland was number one lottery picks. And in the lottery every year, Kyrie really was doing nothing with the Cavs. So when I look at the overall body of work, it kind of make me feel like, I don't know if, 
Kyrie deserves to have his jersey retired. But when you look at the success that the organization has had, he was such an instrumental role in that. I guess you got to do it by default. I, I think I think Kevin Love needs his jersey retired too, especially if they like the way that they start winning and how he's trans he's transitioned from the the double double machine until now I'm a leader and now I'm leading these young dudes. What he's doing for the organization now, to me, I think is big time without even having to dominate on the court. I think Kevin Love, like Kevin Love jersey, if, if Kyrie jersey goes up, I believe Kevin Love jersey should go up too. I'm not mad at that. I mean, I think in OKC, Nick Collison's jersey got retired before uh, anybody. Russell, KD, Nick Collison is the first and I think only player in OKC history to have his jersey retired. So I respect Kevin Love, you know, getting his jersey retired. Only again, because Cleveland only won that one championship. If exactly. that organization would have won multiple championships, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't jack that. If, if LeBron would have won in 07, then I definitely don't know about Kyrie and Kevin oh. Love. They they if LeBron went Kevin Love, I still believe like he has a he had, to me he has a bigger like as far as longevity with the franchise, especially still right. being there, still doing what you can do and still helping the franchise in multiple different ways. I still believe that Kevin Love, uh even if they won in 07. If he won in 07, Kevin Love, to this point, still should have his, uh, his jersey retired as a Cavalier. Kyrie, if they win in 07, no. No, because that's lightning in a bottle. That's what it was, essentially. But since the history of Cleveland and basketball is so poor, and I hate to say this to the Cleveland fans that are listening, but this is real, since y'all haven't done anything ever, yeah, at one time is enough. That's real talk. That's real talk. BA, my brother, you know, as always, man, I appreciate you chopping it up with me, man. Getting talking out shit, man. It's always a pleasure, my brother. All right. Hey, is that a, is that a basketball beside you, man? Yeah, man, I got some basketballs I want to start giving away. I need to, I'm trying to figure out some things that I can do in the live streams. I really want to come up with a, a, a real show in a certain time. I got so much I really want to bring to the table. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm locked and loaded, man, over here. That's that's not that's not the basketball that uh Cassidy signed for Hitman, is it? Oh no, not at all. I wish I could see one of them got cast on the court. <laughs> no, no. Stop, man. Uh, seven, I appreciate you for having me, man. Be easy, bro. I'll be around here somewhere. Salute. Man, salute to my brother. Make sure y'all follow my brother BA. Get your bars up media, man. One of the prolific media platforms and outlets for hip hop and in battle rap. Salute to him. As always, man, salute to my guys in the live stream. Anthony, my dog, Good7, man. Y'all already know how we rock it. About to get up out of here. It's about to be lunchtime on this side of things. So you guys stay safe. And, you know, I'll catch you all tomorrow on the daily podcast of the Best of 7 Sports Talk. Smash that like button for the kid. And I'm out, y'all. Peace. All right, man. I want to thank you guys for listening into another episode of the Best of Seven Sports Talk. I'm Seven Mitchell, man. Make sure you follow the show to be sure to be notified about the next episode. 
Also, I'll put the link tree link in the description so you can follow us on social media as well as donate and contribute to our platform. See you guys again on the next episode. Peace.